Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton head to Blackburn Rovers, put in another good shift, but unfortunately come away with zero points. All thanks to a late goal. I think with the help of the referee, apparently apologised for what he did. Uh, we'll discuss that game in more detail today. We take a look at Harry Cornick, 150 appearances in a Luton shirt for Harry Cornick. It's been quite a journey and today I feel like there's no, no Harry Cornick bashing. That's what we used to. Let's uh, be positive. Look at what he's done for us. And we also answer your Instagram questions. And we'll keep you updated with the transfer window as well. Because at the moment, there's still a few hours to go till deadline. Rumours are flying around. So we'll discuss that today. I'm joined by Dave with me as always. Pataro's on Zoom. And Darren joined us on Zoom today as well. Uh, evening, boys. How are we? Evening. Evening. Pataro. Good, thank you. Pataro, you, um, you eating something there today, mate? Oh. Sorry, I'm the <laughs> chili Cardi, mate. You know, dinner was ready, as you said, let's go. But, you know, we'll forget about that. Just, I love uh, it. just make sure I've got... Yeah, I'm all right. Good. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we should start off by um, talking about the, the transfer window. It's it's um, in full full swing at the moment. The rumours are flying around. Uh, apparently, we are close to securing loan deals for Edwards from West Brom, the winger, and also Tom Ince from Stoke. Um I've seen a little highlight reel of this this Edwards guy looking pretty good. How old is he? He's young. He's, he's like not, twenty-two, I think. He's, not, he's quite young, so you know. And and he's, I think, I read he's almost out of contract, or he's at his contract six months left. Six yeah. months left. So, you know, if he comes and performs well, you never know what might happen. Eh? I hope we get him to be honest, because well, he's class. I've seen him play. He's brilliant. Reading a few West yep. Brom fans on, on social media, they've said, like, he's tricky, he's pacey, a um, bit inconsistent. But I just think, realistically, uh, can it be much worse than what we've got? If that's, Is that harsh for me to say? Is, is it? Mm, we'll get into that. <laughs> and then, it, it'll, he'll have a point to prove, won't he? So, he, he's, you know, he'll be playing for different sort of reasons as such. So, that might just bring something more out in, in that than the current flock that we've got. And also looking at the little highlight reel that's gone out on social media today, he looks just like a very attacking-minded winger, which I feel like we've got him in Lua Lua, but he's got no end product. And I just don't know. I'm just excited by it. And Tom Ince as well. Look, I think for a player that's been and played in the Premier League and was linked and gone for millions, I think if we can get him, why not give him a go? I know some Luton fans have said, like, oh, he's overrated. But sorry, you even said a minute ago you think he's overrated. Uh, yeah. Tom Ince. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I did say that and I'm, I'm not going to take it back because I do still think he's un- overrated. Sorry. He's not. I mean, for us, he's probably decent. I mean, people look at that and go, he's a decent sign for Luton. But if you watch him play enough, he's, you know, he don't really get me burning up or anything like that. So yeah, but do our current that, wingers that, do that for that, you? What's that? Sorry? Do our current wingers get you excited? When you're seeing Courtney getting them positions, why, why not just make that ints? We might get a bit of quality. 
Yeah, I know what you're saying, but maybe Ince's got a bit more end products about him. But you know, I love Courtney, so leave him alone, mate. Come on, come on. Would yeah, you, I don't you, think I... the, the Ince one for me doesn't get me doesn't get me excited. I don't think I'm not. Mm, but Edwards, though, I'm not. But you know what? Sometimes the new faces in in a team will spur everybody else on as well. You know, sometimes we need something different, something different to offer because we got a bit stagnant. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. The the Tomint signing excites me. Excites me. Just because I feel like oh, I think we need a change. We need something to exactly. change. Exactly. We need a change. We need something. So maybe having yeah. Ince and Edwards, two attacking minded wingers who have, they've both played in the Premier League, you know? Yeah, that's good. Why not? I mean, that, that's yeah. Why not? Experience. Um, so let's look at the Blackburn game. You guys might need to help me out. I haven't seen much of this Blackburn game. Um, but we're going to start with three word reviews today. Chris says, another disappointing result. Yeah. Ian said, deserved a point. Yeah. Luke says, sign a striker. Yeah. Phil, relegation battle looming. Mm, interesting. Reese says pitch was shocking. Uh, Lee said should have won. Dave, Brentford, Brentford deja vu. Um, Dale, no end product. Joe switched off again. And I guess by like Dave's point, you know, another good performance away from home like we did against Brentford and just nothing to show for it. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. It was uh, Chris. It was a disappointing result. One hundred percent disappointing. I think we we thought we got to the end of it, didn't we? And take the one nil. No, no, sorry, the nil nil. Uh, and then that happened. We did deserve a point, so I can't argue with those. Um, relegation battle looming, boys. What do you reckon? Nah, not 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 for me. Not, not for me. Not I've, nah, we. It was. Do you know, we we've gone to Blackburn and put in a really really good performance, and I, I didn't think we once looked like that we were going to lose that game. I didn't think we were going to win it, but I didn't think we were going to lose it. And uh, it was just a. It was fizzling out for a nil nil from yeah. quite early on. But you know, you look at the fixtures coming up. You know, I, I think out of the nine next nine fixtures, seven of them are below us. Um, so let, let, let's see where we are in a few weeks' time as to the relegation battle. But not not for me. I think we're 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 going to be okay. Feels a bit of a pessimist then. <laughs> Just a little. Um, last week we had a little pop, or I had a little pop at producer Jacob for not putting the uh, changes for in, in, in the running order. Today's done it. Uh, so Pearson, Ray and Clark came in for Bree, Berry and Moncur. I was I was surprised not to see Bree in the starting 11. Did we figure out if he was, he must have had a knock or something. Does anyone recall what happened to Bree? No, no idea. No idea. Because he was class against Chelsea, and I think Bree, no, I uh, Brentford as well. I thought Bree was one of our best players, so hopefully he's back soon. Um, I guess the game got underway quick, pretty quickly, didn't we? With Sonny Bradley Batara. I remember you put in the group chat like two minutes in. I'm at work and I get a text saying like, "I love Sonny Bradley," and I'm like, "Yeah, I already know that, mate." What a tackle that uh, was, though. That was you. You watch that back and you think, "How on earth he managed to get a foot in on that from that angle and not take him out, or not take a penalty?" Yeah, absolutely well, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you why, mate, because the guy's unreal. Unbelievable yeah. player. There you go. That's he, why. He he was so far back, he had no right to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sensational. World-class tackle. World-class. Yeah, it was. I think the thing is, I think for the first 10 minutes, I think it was all Sonny Bradley uh, for the first 10, yeah, 10, 15. I think he made a block, didn't he, as well? It was going towards goal, went out for a corner. He was just getting his... You know, I mean, he made one mistake later in the game or whatever, but I just think, for me, Sonny, like, the whole back four did well. But Sonny, you know, he set the tone for the rest of them. Yeah, for me, he's he's the one player that has really, really stepped up, and mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's definitely a championship defender without a doubt. Hundred percent. I would have said that uh, in previous weeks we've moaned about the shape of the team at the start of a game, 
Uh, but I think for this Blackburn game, uh, it was right. And I think our defence were really decent. Really decent. And with, oh, yeah, hold back. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And with Sonny Batara, you, you've said, um, for God knows how long, probably since we started the podcast two years ago, how much you love him and how much you rate him. And I feel like, obviously, um, if you haven't heard the incredible interview we did with Five Live, BBC, before that Chelsea game about losing his, his dad and his granddad, I recommend going and listen to that for a start. But I just feel like he's, from then, he's just been unreal and getting better by, by the game. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> but like I keep saying that, I, say, I know it's a bit biased from my point of view sometimes, but does every Luton fan not see this? Because I'm sure I'd find it, I'd struggle to, you know, see, or sorry, to hear someone say, oh, he's not a good defender, he's not calm on the ball, he's not, because he starts a lot of things for us. So now I keep like going on about it and I repeat myself every bloody week. But look, we have a real, real centre-half there, a proper one who can play the ball. Do you know what I mean? You could probably play him in centre midfield and he'd do a job. People go on about his pace and whatever else. You don't need pace, mate. He's got, a, he's got this, a brain. Yeah. Do you know, the only thing for me that he's lacking is the four or five goals from set pieces or corners mm. a season. That's the only thing lacking. Other than that, defensively, uh, I rate him. He's really, really good. He was known for his goal scoring, weren't he, before he joined joined us at Plymouth. I think he had like 10 goals and cruelly he had like eight or nine in a season once. Yeah. Just hasn't really found but, that scoring form with us. But I, I think equally that that's one, one of the issues throughout the team. I think it's probably the balls into the box. You know, okay, we had Sheehan for a while, we could deliver, but, you know, Dewsby Hall now, but we, we haven't had quality into the box, really, for him to get onto. So maybe, maybe if we can get more balls into the box, better balls into the box, he might get a few. Yeah, and also, course. And all, you all all no, go for it, mate. I was, what I was going to say was also as well, same as you, um, basically, you know, as well, when we take set pieces, corners, whatever else, we always sort of think that ball to the right, you know, deep, proper to the back post where Sonny Brandy can just knock it back across. Mm. It's not like you knock it for him to score. It's like we knock it for him to assist. Yeah. And a few yeah. times, causes problems yeah. with doing that as well. He causes yeah. problems doing that. That's true. And I was going to say, if you're expecting your centre-half to score 10-plus goals in the Championship, then you're probably crazy. Yeah. But, oh, no. I think we'd like a striker to get <laughs> to 10-plus goals, wouldn't we? Well, anyone, um, to be fair, at this moment anyone in time, would be anyone would be fine. Um, so, not a load to happen in that first half then. Am I right? Producer Jacobs put here, there's a, there a chance down the right-hand side, yeah. Cornick into Clark, but first half we, was all we, right. We put, a, we put an unbelievable amount of pressure on them the last sort of 10, 15 minutes. I, I thought we were going to get it. I thought we were going to go into half-time in the lead. We, yeah, towards the end, we were the better team. Easily just. the be- easily the better team, easily better team. Controlled at yeah. that 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 for that period, I thought we could push on, but we just didn't create. We didn't have that that killer instinct, did we? In that last third, we just didn't have it. But we had a lot of possession. We played a lot of good passing, a lot of good running, but that final chance didn't come out. Yeah, can I also say as well, Pelly Ruddick went through on guard as well. I'm pretty sure they scored. Yep. I got my usual weekly message from you, Bataro, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> the usual. <laughs> I don't like Pelly. He's awful. Did he not have a good I, game I, on the I, weekend? I, he, I thought he was our worst player on the pitch mm. on Saturday. I think. I, I think the problem is yeah. the problem is he's had some really good games for us, hasn't he? He's had some really really good games for us. Mm, but not then, recent, apart from the no, Chelsea game, really. but he has. Yeah. You can't deny that he's been a decent player for us, and you can't you can't oh, you cannot yeah, yeah. dismiss him as a player. However. This last performance um, wasn't particularly good. There was, there was a moment in that first half. I think it might have been after that shot 
spot for Tyro, or it was a, a chance that we were attacking and he he just gave the mm-hmm. ball away. They they broke and the ball ended up with Sluger. And Sluger went to distribute the ball and Pelly was still huffing and puffing to himself, walking back towards the goal. Dewsbury Hall ran past him mm-hmm. and received the ball off Sluger. Yeah. Yeah. The difference. That's yeah, the that's difference. Different. Yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah. So what do you think it's it not, is it's with... not really excited. Oh, sorry, on. I was going to say, what do you think it is with Pelly? Um, because he's got the attributes to be good, doesn't he? And that second half against Brentford, I thought he was great. And I thought he was the one, you know, he was he was the Pelly we know and like. Why don't we get that every single game from him? I, I'll be honest, I think he's a lazy bastard at times. Because, you know, people, I know I've been criticised for saying that in the past. And I'm, I don't care, I'm going to say it again. But there was a lot... <laughs> A lot of times on Saturday, right, especially in the second half, right, and he was, you know, I can't, I can't really show what he was doing, but he was just sort of like squatting, not moving, walking around the pitch, pointing at everyone else, doing that, shouting at everyone else. And I mm. thought, mate, you run, you go and do that. Stop fucking ball watching, because it's what he does. He ball watches. And he my, takes so long to fall into feet or whatever. He takes so long to distribute it as well. My yeah. argument when people say a player is lazy is that if you can see, if you think a player is lazy, surely the manager can see that as well, which means... I think he must be doing something that Nathan Jones likes, which is why he's playing every week. He must be doing something maybe correctly. Maybe, maybe he's not in there for the work rate or this and that. He's there for a bit of quality, but we, we need to see a bit more quality than him. That's the case. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to sit and bash him, whatever yeah. else. I'm not going to sit and bash him. I, I do like Pelly. Obviously, he brings a lot of character to the team, but I don't like the way he's playing. That's, I'll be honest. I don't like the way he's playing. I don't think he's I, good I think- enough at the moment. I think that's spot on, Batario. I think we all want him to do well. We all want him to be the player he can be. But it's, it's just sort of a, a bit like Cornick. We want him to be the player he can be, but they're just, these players are running out of time. They're running out of games. Yeah, he's just not getting it. On. He's not, you want him to be consistent, don't you? You want him to be like, like Ricky Hill was every week. That's an old reference, yeah. everyone. Uh, every week, you, you know that Ricky Hill didn't put in a bad performance, really. That's what I, you I, want. It, it probably didn't help. It probably didn't help in that everybody else was actually playing around him really yeah, well. I thought Clark played well. Ray, Ray played well. I thought Lockie had a good game. So, yeah, yeah. Lockie so really, he 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 stood out because he was the one that didn't have a good game. Yeah. Um, producer Jacobs in in the notes today. I, I don't believe he's written these. He's clearly copy and pasted from somewhere. Um, he says, Cornick was found in space on the right by Dewsbury Hall. He shaped to shoot, but Blackburn blocked the attempt. I don't believe Jacob wrote the word. He shaped to shoot. Um, well, give him some. Give him some bloody credit. Talk us through this chance. Then was this a, a chance for Cornick? Was it a half chance? Oh, do you know? I can't even remember it. <laughs> when was this? I don't know, mate. I haven't seen the game. I'm just copying producer Jacob's notes here. I don't Shape. recall. I don't recall. No. Um, nah. That that chance. I mean, if it was a was it a no? When was this second half? Yeah, it would have been second half. Yeah, right, I, we'll just ignore that then. No, this, it, oh, I don't know. no, there must have been. There must have been a chance. Do you know what? The, the, the thing is that I thought he had... I didn't think Cornick had a bad game. I thought, you know, he he, he, he run the ball quite well down the line. Um, Typical Cornick. Yeah, but I just don't remember any chance... I generally don't remember any big chances from us, and that's the disappointing thing. We had such a good... Um, we had such a good performance, and then we didn't create the chance. So Blackburn took the lead then um, in the 85th minute. Really poor goal to concede. Um, Potts goes down. The referee takes the ball to the halfway. I didn't even know this was a rule. I always thought if the player go, if the player goes down or the ref has to stop play, they play from where 
that player went down. But this is not no, the, the case, play right? Where the, where the ball, where he stopped the game. So where he stopped the game. I thought. How was that? How does that make any fair sense? Because because the incident happened. Potts took one in in the. Did he take it in the chest or I don't know. And at the time, I thought, oh, that was a bloody good idea. Get stop them. Stop them from coming forward. Just lie there for a bit. Waste a bit of time. The ball will get back. We'll defend because we've been defending really well up to that point. And they they he drops the ball where he stopped the game. And and let's get one thing straight here. It doesn't matter if he um, when he dropped it. But none of our players were switched on at that point. None. And I can understand why Nathan Jones was really peed off with it. What is the argument with the players? Because obviously, if they're all moaning about not being switched on, is the referee just randomly dropped it without us knowing? Or It's a difficult one, isn't it? Did he apologise? Genuinely. Yeah, he apologised to Tom Lockyer. Apparently. Really? You want to see that? Yeah, I saw well, that. If he apologised, yeah. then he should have, he should have said, yeah. oh, we'll do that again. Tosser. Well, no, this is the end of the game, I think. Yeah, well, I think he's in the change rooms afterwards. Well, that's rubbish, yeah. isn't it? Because he knew, no, he knew at the time what he was doing. I mean, the rule is you drop the ball back to them because he stopped them with the possession. That's the new rule. It's the non-competitive drop ball, which I hate, but I can see the reason why. Normally, they drop the ball, you kick it out for them to have a throw-in or something, wouldn't you? In, you know, in years gone by, that's what would have happened. We'd have got the ball and we'd have kicked it back to them and it would, you know, it wouldn't have been an issue. Because I didn't see anything with the restart, so I didn't. I didn't even know we restarted. The next minute, the ball's gone forward. And I was like, "Hang on, what's going on?" It was all for me personally. It was almost like he was shielding the ball from our players to drop it in front of their player. That's what it looked like. But that doesn't disguise the fact that as a professional footballer, you should be watching what's going on. And if yeah. you're yeah, if I, you're I, not, yeah. and it, the same thing happened to bloody Chelsea, didn't it? Really, let's be fair. The same yeah. thing happens. We switched off for a couple of seconds, and boom, we lose a goal. And, you and, can't do it in this yeah. league, and you can't give Adam Armstrong that much space at the at the at the near post, or wherever it was. It was an epic. Or Gallagher, space. To, no, neither of them. And I know Nathan Jones said in his post match as well that Gallagher in them last three games we've played against Blackburn has has been the like main attacking point when they go long, mm. and we just didn't deal with it again, which is disappointing. But it's promising signs, isn't it? And then we we thought we had an equaliser. Um, last few minutes, free kick in, headed back across by Bradley. Hilton somehow misses misses it. No idea oh. how he's managed to do that, but it's all irrelevant in the end because he was would have been offside. But Cornet <coughs> gets the ball in the net. Right decision, weren't it? Would you say after seeing replay? I haven't yeah. watched replay. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen anything. No, it's, to do no Brad. Suddenly, sadly, he was off. Oh, he, he was, was off. Yeah, he was off. He, he, he was close. It, it was close, but he was off. You might be able to try and argue Imagine the fact. You might try and argue the fact that maybe a defender touched the ball as well when they were trying to head it across the goal. You might try and argue that fact, but no, he was off, and it was disappointingly off. But be interesting to see how um, important Lockyer's touch was. Like, did he need to touch it, or could he have just left it and then? We could have had a free header back across and that goal would have stood, but maybe then that would have meant Bradley doesn't get a header back across. True. True, but I, there is an yeah. argument that there was two heads at the same time at the ball. You could argue just tentatively that maybe it maybe just touched the player, but, it, you know, disappointingly, yeah. uh, if, you, if, if you thought the game was sort of live at that point, how did Hilton not score? No idea. But then Cornick did score, so doesn't matter, does it? I'll be honest, lads, I can't really have an opinion on this because as soon as that, well, as soon as the flag went up or whatever happened, it was disallowed. 
I launched my phone and I just walked off. <laughs> I, I, I just lost it because I thought that is such fucking looting or it's so typical, do you know what I mean? Because it's one of those things, you know, that you've conceded late on and you've got the chance, you know, to amend it. But And then that goes and happens. It's just, you think to yourself, well, that's just typical, isn't it? I'm sure you lads had a few choice words. Um, I did a I did a celebration lap around the table. <laughs> I thought we'd equalised. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed that it, it didn't count. But when you when you when you look at it logically and, and you look at it, you know, without your rose tinted specs on, it was definitely offside, which is a sad thing. Yeah. And you look at our last few fixtures, there, and obviously we've had what three defeats in a row now in all competitions um, since that Bournemouth win. But Brentford and Blackburn have been. You look at it and you think, how have we not taken a point or two points at least for them games, don't you? Yeah. So that's encouraging, right? It just, yeah. We just and, we that- didn't, and we didn't embarrass ourselves at Chelsea, you know, so it's all good. It's all good. We don't want to be too down on it. So yeah, this is course. where maybe the, the new signings, which we're still waiting on confirmation on, it, on anything happening, but it could come into play. And that bit of extra quality, because we have only scored, what, like six goals away from home this season. And we're losing a lot of games away from home 1-0, it seems. So it would be quite nice just to just stay in the game and actually get a goal, wouldn't it? It'd just be nice. Um, yeah, and also, lads, Joe Morell was in the squad as well on Saturday. Can shocking we it. Give that a shout out. Oh, Morell. Was he in the squad? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Hurrah. on the bench. Yeah. Can, yeah. can believe it. Hurrah. Um, well, we wanted to focus on Harry Cornick today because he played his 150th game for the club. Um I guess when you look back at what Cornick's done for Luton, it, you, you can't complain or, or moan. And obviously, we'd like him to keep improving and get better and better and score 15 goals a season. But if we just like look back, when we signed him, he was quite a raw player, weren't he? Like raw talent. And he really just settled down with us in League 2 and League 1, didn't he, Harry Cornick? Yeah, he's more of an impact player, wasn't he, to begin with? In, uh, was it League 2? If I'm not mistaken, and obviously League One, he pushed on, and then I think he did not start more games in the Championship last season than in League One. I think that could be potentially true, yeah. Obviously, that's just going off the yeah. top of my head. I haven't seen that anywhere, but I, I just remember him being more of an impact player when we first got him. Just a bit of pace off the bench up front, here and there, do you know what I mean? Left or right, whatever. But um, no, I just mean, he, well, like I said, like Corny, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because I love the bloke. He's, he's not quite on a Sonny Bradley level, but. <laughs> Like I said last week, I'd rather have him in our squad than against us. So yeah, you don't you don't have to be bad about him. I would say when he's on his game, when he's on his game, he's quite an exciting player to watch. I like him. I like so, you know sometimes yeah. when he when he takes those players on down the line and you know he's potentially going to get a good cross in. Yeah, great, love it. And he, he was on his game on Saturday. I thought he I thought he had a very good game on Saturday. He, he looked hungry on Saturday. He, yeah. He, yeah, he was up for it. His ball carrying as well. I think it's second to none. His ball carrying up the field yeah. is great. And obviously, Greg, you like to say he's predictable at times, but yeah, maybe. But, you know, defenders still can't stop him or midfielders still can't stop him from going past him. From past them, sorry. I need to stop him with his end product, but... Yeah, but listen, you, you said it wasn't going to be a Cornick bashing thing, <laughs> no, right? no, 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 so the thing sorry. Is, he right, loves the... Yeah, right. I do love him, really. Yeah, you do, and you should. Because, you know what? He's done some great things for Luton Town. I know, but I guess this is where... This is how Bataro feels about Pelly is that I want more from Harry Cornick... I want more from him, and I feel like at so, the moment he can do better than than what he's than so what he's given. You, recon- yeah, you recognise yeah, his potential. That's what you're saying, and you want a well, bit more. But can I just say his effort is a lot more than Pell's as well. 
without a bashing oh, Pelly again. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There's a Bataro phrase. Hundred percent. Well done. Yeah. Hey. Anybody playing Bataro bingo? That's one off that one. When you look back at Harry Cornick and his Luton career so far, is there a game to you that like really stands out in your head? Like just off the top of your head right now, a Harry Cornick game where he was just unplayable or really good. Because um, for me, Char- I, oh, go on, Luke. I was going to say for me, I remember that extra away game. Was it in League Two, Batara? We were in the home end and we won four one. And I think he got that assist yeah. for Collins. Um, I think he scored that night. Maybe got another. I think he got two assists that night. And for me, I just remember him. I was like, wow, what a player we got here. And you couldn't even cheer those because you were yeah. home end, boys. Can I just say another one? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I was like, wow, we did still celebrate, didn't we, boys? But, you know. Um, now, another one, like, I think it's Wickham as well. Wickham away in League One, I believe it was as well. The ball carrying, like I say, the ball carrying from him. And I think it was a cross that led to the goal, the winner. Uh, Collins, last so, minute. Yeah, I think it was him. And that got the ball in the box, whatever. For for me, I'm, I, I I can't remember the the whole game. I just remember he he, he had quality moments. But Cholton away, um, that the one that ended our our good run of wins, where I think we lost two three three one. But he scored an absolute worldie. Yeah. Um, but I, I just remember overall, he he when we were on top, he had a really good game there. Yeah, I feel yeah. we can think of many games where Cornet's actually played really well because I think there's more games where he's played well than he hasn't. Do you know what I mean? So. But you always get positive feedback from me about Cornick, so I can't ever slay him. Even when he doesn't, you know, even when he goes through sometimes down the right-hand side and pulls the ball back across, it goes straight into the keeper's arms like it did, I think, twice on Saturday. But, look, you don't, you can't always have, like say, he'd be a Premier League player if he was to, you know, give the final product, product 100%. So, yeah. I think for me, I, I still kind of, I don't know why, but I still kind of think of him, oh, he might be 19, 20, and he's going to be a hell of a player one day. But he's just about to turn 26. And you go, again, is he? Is this, is, is this as good as he gets? Is, is that his lot? Is it, can he improve anymore at 26? You know, he's got championship, championship mm-hmm. experience now. So, I don't know. You kind of want him to be younger and develop more. But I don't know where he's going to go from here. Do, do, you yeah. think he's got, do you think he's going to stay with us and he's got a future at Luton? Or is he going to do you see his future oh. elsewhere? I think he's got a future loon for tight well for next year, next season at least. Yeah, but, I'll, I'll be know, very but... surprised if we if we got rid of him straight away. Now I think we should, you know, give him give him credit. You say him... get rid, like we're just. I don't. Him away. I don't mean get rid. I mean if he no, if, I, if he I, left I'm the sorry, club, I, if he I, left the club. I meant you. I meant you think someone will come in for him. You know, no. does, does teams above us think they'll come in for him? If not, he's at his level, isn't he? I think he's at his yeah. level with Luton at the moment, and I think unless he starts, unless he gets like ten plus goals and. 10 assists, then I don't know. I can't see a club coming in for him. Hey, 10 plus goals and 10 plus assists. Well, then he'd be No, all 10 plus assists. But I did say that. Oh, My right. bad, mate. Sorry. Uh, to be honest, I mean, even if you get sort of, like, I don't know, five, six, seven assists a season and about eight or nine goals or whatever, seven, six, seven goals, I'm happy with that. I'm happy yeah. with like a one from a right, well, right winger, right midfielder. In the system that we play as well, I'd be happy with sort of like, you know, a contribution every three games. I would, I'd be happy with that. Well, here's what some of you guys said about Harry Connick on Twitter today. Sparky says, I fear he would play better on loan to a League One or League Two club. Uh, one of those who are forever thankful, but probably not part of the next stage of our journey. Football yeah. relies on scoring less or as many as the opposition. Um, does that? 
<laughs> he is not involved in letting in a few, um, letting in fewer. Next steps due. Nearly that nearly makes sense, doesn't it? No, nearly makes no, sense. No, not at all. Not at all. Sparky football relies on us scoring more than the opposition. Sparky, come on, get it right. Uh, James says he's the best winger at the club. Pacey causes troubles for defenders, carries the ball well, good vision, just needs his end product worked on. But we've been saying that about, about him for a, for a couple of years. Um, Chris says he's a key player, has to start up as a winger, not a striker. He carries the ball well, yeah. and few fullbacks can keep up to, up with his pace. Um, he just lacks the end product. Which yeah, I, I love guess... that. It's a key player. He is a key player. Mm. You should remember that. He is a key player for us. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It's he's 150 appearances. You can't knock that. That's a that's a lot of appearances to make in for one club, isn't it? And yeah, because because you know in the past, and I, I say this again, being an older supporter than you guys, in the past it was when you when you had a player for your team, ergo Ricky Hill or, or someone that they stay with your club for quite a long, long time, so you get to know how they develop as a player. In this day and age. They come along, they're at your club for a couple of years, they go to another club, or you move on from them. Um, so for me personally, 150 games is a good is a good thing to reach for a town. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, if well we get done, in, Yeah, well done, Harry Cornick. If we get into some... Sorry, I sound really sarcastic, but I didn't mean it. Um, if we get into <laughs> some questions today from Twitter and Instagram, this one is on Cornick. Adam says, is Cornick's throw actually that long? Yes. <laughs> I just love the way it came out of nowhere. Like, where did this come from? Yeah, well, you've, you've got to refer back to that moment in commentary where um, Simon Pitt said, um, and we all know Cornet's got a long throw, and everybody looked at each other and went, no. No. Since yeah, when? Since <laughs> when has he ever done that? <laughs> so, Pitsy, you can, you can answer that question. Just come on to our, 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 our social media and let us know. Anthony says, the difference was a striker on Saturday. End of conversation. What do you guys reckon? Well, um, now the difference the difference was, um, yeah, not making that major opening. You don't have to have a striker to make a really great chance, do you? Yeah, we sometime. need delivery. We need delivery, up. delivery. That, that's exactly what it is. We've got a striker. Colo scores goals. The, his last quality game, Preston at home, look at the goals. The, the Pelly ball into the box, he was there. You know, the, the third goal, it was played into his feet on the edge of the box. He puts it in. You, you think of Huddersfield away when he slammed that, that one in. You know, if you put the ball into Collins in, in, in the box, he will score. We just don't, we don't do that. Well, he's always going to get it's the ball, great. isn't he? He's always going to get the ball. I was going to say, I kind of, I feel like we need a different type of striker. And I feel like the difference is a type of striker because we need someone who's going to play on the shoulder of a defender. Yeah, I know we I ain't got the money to do that. Whatever it was. We've got Nombe, though. We've got Nombe right on the bench at the moment. I mean, we've got him on loan to see how he does and then, you know, for future or whatever. But if you're not going to give him a fucking game or whatever, what's the point in having him? Yeah, that's true. And, like, sometimes we say it's the service into Collins. Sometimes I feel like, could Collins' movement be better? Could he make more runs that opens up space for our wingers uh, to get no, in, maybe? I think he works really hard. No, I think he works hard, but yeah. could he be clever with his movement? Well, I heard Gary Neville. He was Gary Neville's on the West Ham Liverpool game at the weekend, and he was talking about how Shakiri needs to start making more clever runs, which is going to open space, maybe take a defender away, which will open a pocket of space for a player to go into. Does Collins do that enough? I, I would say that that people know Collins is a threat, so they 
sometimes they double up on him. Sometimes you know they they mark him man for man, and and he he does he does tidy up that that or create that space. It's just frustrating for me that he always comes. He always seems to be not in the place where you want him to be when the cross it's comes in because he's gone and got the ball and he's crossed it in himself. You know. Yeah, he's, he's a very defensive forward though, isn't he? As well, he does a lot of donkey work. I think we've said it a numerous like, sorry, a number of times, but he needs someone up there with him sometimes. And there's no one up there with him to run him behind. You're expecting Collins to run him behind, then don't because he hasn't got the pace for starters. You want him to come to feet. You want him to show. Do you know what I mean? You want him to sort of like peel off, maybe like here, there, and everywhere, but not maybe not in behind because he's not the quickest player and he will get caught. Um, some new news for you just coming in then. Elliot Lee has just joined Oxford on loan for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Uh, no complaints about that. I think his, his time's just, it's just time, isn't it, for, for Lee maybe to go find a new challenge. Yeah, and we wish him well, yeah. right? We wish him well. We hope he does well. So Sean asks, how many points are we going to get from the next three games? We've got Huddersfield home, Birmingham away, Cardiff at home. Realistically out of that, would you say... I'm going to say seven points. I've written seven. I've written seven down. I'd be very disappointed if we didn't get seven. Six would be great. Seven would be better. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Nine's yeah. doable, though, isn't it? Nine. Uh, oh, nine. Yeah. Well, I'll go with nine as well. You know me. I'm always wanting the, the extras. But at least seven would be great. If we, if we don't win the first one, I'll be gutted. I think you've got to look at them two home fixtures yeah. and expect a win. And then you'd probably say... The away fixture against Birmingham, who are probably the worst team we've played at home this season, yeah. you'd say, wouldn't you? The shot. And if, and if I'm right, they haven't won at home since something like October. Oh, well. Oh, that's why Birmingham would you, winning why would you over say it. that? Oh, come on. <laughs> why did I say that? <laughs> oh, you haven't as much drink as us, have you? That's the problem. Damn. Fuck's sake. I hate, I hate people like that. You just jinxed it. If we don't win next week, we're coming around your house. <laughs> um, Andy socially distanced fight <laughs> probably still <laughs> lose <laughs> Andy says what are your thoughts on Kyle Edwards this is the West Brom player that we've been linked with or apparently he's going to be signing on loan for us from West Bromwich Albion um, I think we spoke about him earlier on but he, he does look like an attacking winger pacing winger um I think Andy Burgess, the former Luton player, has got his own blog on Twitter now. He, he likened him to like Kazengalu Walawa, like trickery and, and pace. I'm not. I'm, I'm down for another player like that. He's quality, man. Just something different. We need somebody different. Yeah. We need a new face to inject that little bit of extra into the team, and maybe this guy is the one. Um, yeah. What we're looking for, isn't it? A bit of pace and power. And we're certainly getting that. We're getting him. Yeah, and well, if, the pace. The, the pace is the biggest thing. All throughout the team, we lack pace. So, yeah, someone that can beat a man and go, you know, get round him and go. Push uh, on. Uh, you know, with the exception of, um, obviously, our, our, our marvellous oh. loan signing, uh, I would agree with that. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, Jason says, will the likes of Collins, Bradley and Pelly, and all others out of contract leave? And who do you see staying? I'd, I'd hope well, we'd time all down, wouldn't you? Hope, let's hope the majority of them stay at least. Maybe you can expect yeah, one or two. Collins is the only one for me where I, I, I don't know. I, he, he obviously isn't informed, but he also doesn't look like it. I mean, he came off early against Blackburn. Who's who's like ten minutes to go? Yeah, I agree with you. There. So you just wonder if something's. You just wonder if something's happening there 
Um, but no, Pelly will stay. Bradley, I hope, will stay. The point I is, Colin stays. if they're out of contract, who's going to come in for them um, in the same division if he hasn't performed in this division? So he'd have to drop a league if he, if he really <laughs> wanted to go, I would have said. Um, so I, can't, I, I would hope Sonny wouldn't go. Um, you say that, but I feel... I know Collins has missed a lot of chances and stuff, but you put him in a good side, maybe he gets more chances, maybe he gets yeah. more goals. I, I suppose. Oh, but, without uh, a doubt, yeah. yeah. But yeah exactly he, would, what, he would do, 100. Yeah. But isn't that exactly what we've been saying all along in the last few weeks? He needs a bit more service, he needs to play in a different role, and then maybe he'll take the chances that he gets given, you know, create the chance for him to put it away properly, and he might do it. But we, do, we, just, we just need a, a more prolific striker at the moment. We don't have that. He's not that at the moment. Kieran says, how do you view our ambitions for next season? Claire, he's already written off this season. <laughs> um, Stay up. Well, I would start with saying consolidate and head for the playoffs. That's what I would say. Consolidate and head for the playoffs. Um, I think the biggest turn for us will be the new stadium. And until we get that new stadium, um, you know, we need to just make sure we, we retain our championship status all yeah, of the time. That's what I was going to say as well, Dave. I agree with that. That's what I was going to say. As long as we stay in this division and just, you know, just keep improving, even if it's like one place every single year, it don't matter. Just consolidate, stay in the league and push on from there. Get, you know what I mean? You get a new stadium, you get more investment, you yeah. get new players, better quality players without obviously being horrible to the ones we've yeah, got. And, and genuinely, get rid of that hashtag teams like yeah. Luton. That's what I would say. Get yeah. rid of that. Yeah. I think we'll. I think we'll, we'll. We'll start seeing a bit of a different loop. We, you know, we've still got those guys that got us through with the promotions and everything. I, you know, Elliot Lee's already sort of half out the door to, today. I think with you know the the likes of Ferry and Hilton, you know, Shinny's obviously going to be on his way as well. I, I think we'll start losing those players and see see the yeah. see the new loot and. Well, um, the squad's going yeah, to develop, yeah. isn't it? The Got squad, the squad must develop. It must develop for us to survive and progress. Um, there are times when players have to leave your club, and if it's their time now, well, thank you for your help, uh, and we move on. Uh, that's how I look at it. I just want to make sure that we we consolidate our position in this division and then press for that promotion. But the the biggest thing will be power court. The biggest thing will be power court. Once we get that. We're gone. We're we're up there. Look at Brent. I know no, disrespect, yeah, yeah. but look at Brentford. Look what they've done. They've gone from Griffin Park to their new stadium, um, and they are challenging to go to the Premier League for the second season running. This is where we're going to be in a couple of seasons' time. Well, let's hope so, and let's hope our court when it does come around is is that that turning point that we can maybe start pushing towards the playoffs and stuff, and and the title and promotion would be great. Um, how long have we got left of deadline day? Three hours. Three hours. Interesting. Yeah. Three hours. Maybe we can expect two two signings would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, but that's all we've got time for today. Keep up to date on everything, looting on our socials, though, in the town and our podcast. Thanks so much, Darren and Batara, for joining us on Zoom. It's good to see it's you always both. always a pleasure. Good to see you both. And three massive games coming up again, then. Huddersfield, Birmingham, Cardiff. Let's hope for nine points. But sorry, nine points from nine. What are you doing next time if it happens? Nine points from nine. Hang on a minute. He still owes a tattoo. He still owes a tattoo. Yeah. He can't. He can't make any promises now. Our camera's stopped again, Batari. So if you want to, oh. if you want to do anything again yeah. this week. About this then, that's weird. No, 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 no. Just put it away, Batari. Yeah. Well, we couldn't see it last week. We didn't see it this week either. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Get us on socials. Oh, and the town. Uh, we shall see you next week. Yeah.